listening to Residual Exhale with your host, Boozy and Baked. Now, sit back, pick your poison, and enjoy the entertaining entertainment of two guys who never learned their lesson. Welcome, booze heads and baked potatoes, to another episode of Residual Exhale with Boozy and Baked. How's everybody feeling tonight? And we're doing fine. This is Baked coming at you with my partner, Boozy. Tonight's episode, we're going to talk about all things Boozy and all things Baked. It is our alcohol and marijuana episode. Right. It's not our personal uh, lives. Not all things boozy as far as me, but all things actually boozy. Yes. And all things weed baked. Yes. yes. And we're going to talk about the differences between alcohol and marijuana. Uh, Boozy's got some drinking games some stuff like that. I'm going to talk about... Uh, why marijuana is better than alcohol. And then, of course, at the end, we're going to have my five baked potatoes as per usual. So if you guys are ready, let's get this thing started. Well, see, I'm going to I'm gonna stop you right there at the beginning of that because I don't necessarily agree that marijuana is better than alcohol because I'm an alcohol guy. I actually have only tried marijuana maybe like five times in my life. I, I can appreciate your... Uh, I respect your opinion, but it's wrong. <laughs> Well, you're you're probably right, uh, but at any rate, uh, so we, one we do other want to thing, talk about one other thing before uh, Boozy gets started is I want to let you guys know we are coming to you live from Singers Karaoke Club in beautiful downtown Salve, where we are the Saturday night DJs of the Boozy and Baked Saturday Night Show, nine to two a.m. every Saturday night. Come check us out. That's right. Uh, we're at Singers Karaoke Club. We are known as Jukebox Joel and DJ Kush. And uh, we are the DJ hosts from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. So, yeah, come on down if you're in the area and uh, you want to experience some uh, real fun karaoke, a great bar environment. Uh, Singers is always fun. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right, so now enough of that. Back to what we were talking about. Okay, so let's start off with all things boozy. Uh, Let's. Okay, I know that you're not a big drinker. You do drink every now and then. Uh, You'll have a beer. I'm I'm drinking a beer tonight, actually. That's right. And and what are you drinking tonight? This is one of your favorites. This Uh, is your own creation, isn't it? This yeah. This is a uh, a half Guinness, half caramel porter, Saranac caramel porter. Yeah, um, and I I have tasted that. That that is very delicious. I I gave it a shot, and the caramel mixes very well with the Guinness, and so that is when I do drink. Uh, that is generally what my go-to has been the last uh, couple of weeks. Yep, and my go-to all the time with beer is just regular Labatt Blue. Uh, I I do like a lot of micro brews. There's a, a ton of them that are around here. And we actually did um, a tour not too long ago, and yeah. we we did talk about that. We did. Um, I can't wait till they but, legalize marijuana so we can do a weed dispensary. Oh, yeah, that would probably be fun for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know that I would partake and necessarily, but... Um, I thought about you while we were in Florida over Christmas because you, you drink mostly Labatt Blue. Right. Um, and, like, like, I was think we could not find Labatt Blue no. in Florida. Any, it like, it's no. so weird that it's... Because we live in... Up, we're in upstate... We film out of... Or, you know, we record out of upstate New York, just out in Syracuse. Um... Like so, we're so close to Canada that Labatt being an import, it doesn't really seem like an import, right? Well, it's but, not actually anymore. Labatt is a domestic. It's now considered a domestic because uh, it is owned. Uh, there is a Labatt factory in the United States, uh, so it, it's uh, you can get Labatt Blue up in Canada, but it's actually a little bit different than the Labatt Blue that you get here yeah. in the United States. Um, but yeah, mainly beer guy. But I do like liquors. I'm a big fan of liquors. Uh, in particular, I like Scotch. Uh, Johnny Walker. Johnny yep. Walker is one of my favorites. Uh, that, that's my go-to. Do you, do you do ever do any liquors? I'm not sure if I've ever uh, really seen well, you drink any liquors. I, I don't... When I do liquor, it's usually a mixed drink. Like, I'll do a vodka and cranberry. I'll do, okay. like, a vodka and orange juice. So more of a vodka um, guy. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Uh, our, our friend, uh, Jerome, uh, the captain of our... A yes. good friend of both of ours, captain of our pool team, uh, he gets me to do Jose with him. Um, yes, which, he's a big fan of the the Jose, I, uh, I, the tequila shot. I regret every time. Yep, yep. He he gets me to do that every now and then too. And usually I'm already a few drinks in, so my judgment's a little bit cloudier. And yep. I'll be like, Yeah, sure, I'll do a shot yep. of tequila. And then afterwards, I'm thinking, ah, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, shouldn't no, have done that. No, uh, but no. see, we'll do it playing pool. And Jerome plays better when he's drunk. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't. 
I can't. Play yeah, it works. It works a lot of times for people who drink and play pool uh, often. It kind of works on a bell curve where you're a good yeah. pool player, and then yeah. you get so many drinks in, and you get better and better oh, and absolutely. better, and then you peak, and then you start to get yeah. too drunk. Yeah. Now you can't even see anymore. There's yeah. three cue balls on the table, and you're yeah. aiming for the middle one, hopefully. And that's, <laughs> that's similar to we, like if I get if when we're playing like I've had nights at Singers when we're playing. I had it on when we were doing when we used to do the singles league here. Yeah. Um, I I used to uh, I remember one night I I was so high we were playing that I wasn't paying attention and I struck a stripe ball <laughs> thinking it was the cue ball. I remember that <laughs> because oh I, I could, and I thought I was looking at you thinking is he lining up his shot and you no know, you thought that was the cue ball yeah because <laughs> I was down and all I could see was the white part I couldn't see the stripe and then I. Boom, Yep. Oh, so, yeah. So, yeah. So I guess both of them will do that to you. Both, yeah. They'll yeah. do it in different ways. Yep, absolutely. But uh, speaking of tequila, too, and, uh, you know, mixed drinks and everything like that, we I, I do another one of my favorite drinks, and uh, I, I mention this because we might be going to do a special episode in just a couple of weeks. I do like Jaeger. Uh, Jaeger is a, a not on its own so much, but Jaeger bombs. I, I like the bomb thing that that has happened over the past few years, and there's really all these different kind of bombs, cherry bombs, grape yeah. bombs. I love that. Um, but the the original Jaeger bomb is still one of my favorite drinks. Uh, uh, Aaron, too. I I do see you you Aaron and Lauren uh, when you guys do get together. Yes, we will uh, often do. You, the... you will often do Jaeger bombs. Yeah. I. Um, I would like Jaeger if it wasn't licorice, because I I I don't like anything licorice. At okay, all. Twizzlers, like jelly beet, like yeah, I don't, yeah, I, the, I black licorice. the black licorice, the black that yeah, the sambuca flavor is. That's well, the same it's thing. because of sambuca. Yeah, it's because when I was like when I was young, the first thing I ever got really drunk off of liquor wise was sambuca. Okay, it, it got me. I was sick. Oh, vo- like vomiting. Sick. See, that happened to me so, with Goldschlager. So now I can't drink, and I really don't drink Goldschlager anymore. Um, I got I got drunk on that one time at a staff party that, and I got so bad. It was one of the very few. I don't throw up from drinking. I haven't yeah. in a very long time, and that was the last time I did. And it was just a shot after shot of Goldschlager. Yep, and that just ruined me for it. That's how now. See, that's how I was. When I used to play Dungeons and Dragons at my friend's brother's house when I was like fifteen, sixteen. Um, that's how I the first. That it was Sambuca and um, do you remember Avalanche and Aftershock? Yes, yes. That we used Aftershock to get so, was the cinnamon. We got I I was like six like like projectile vomiting like like rainbow colors. <laughs> oh man, and that's just disgusting. so like so <laughs> uh, so like now fun. I have done that. I have tried that Jaeger that cold brewed. Yes, that's, that's not, a new one. That's, that's not a, terrible. It's a coffee flavored. Yeah, uh, it's, cold, not it's a Jaeger cold brew. It's, it's really good, especially even on its own. Yeah, like I was doing shots of that. Yeah, that's not too uh, bad. A little while ago, and and they are very very tasty. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Okay, so speaking of getting drunk and uh, projectile vomiting, yeah, uh, I want to talk about how to behave as a proper drunk. Oh yes, okay. and this is this is something we talk about often. Oh yeah, as we DJs, do. as DJs at a bar, um, there are oftentimes that groups will come in and they will have uh, what I call woohoo girls. Yep. You know, okay, so there, there's this group that'll come in, maybe they get out of an Uber, maybe they come in on a party bus or something like that. Maybe it's a bachelorette party. Yep. But it's all these young girls. And they're all drunk already. Oh yeah, they're still drinking, and they're at, at, no matter what happens, a, a song comes on, and everyone's woo, yeah, and they start screaming, and then and, they start screaming the words, yeah, then and they sing along, they, and then they start uh, picking people up, and they start picking stuff up in and, the bar, and, and then and, nine of them will get up on stage with somebody that they don't know, right, right, yes. and it's just so annoying. I mean, it's dis- it's, again, it's I'm, disruptive. I'm all for getting drunk, but I mean, come on. I mean, and then there's the guys who get belligerent. And yeah. uh, they get mouthy and they get cocky or whatever when they when they drink, and this can be young, old, doesn't matter. I mean, people get that way sometimes, and you just have to learn how to handle you gotta, your alcohol. Yeah, you like like you can definitely tell the difference between like like you have like your your what, when you go to a bar if you if you are thinking to yourself, I want to get up on this table. That you've gone too far. That's <laughs> right. You've you've stepped, like like woo. I hear a song. I want to dance. I want to get up and dance. That is appropriate. Of course, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a karaoke bar. We want people up on the dance floor. You want people dancing. Exactly. But, but I don't. Want I you don't up- want you doing backflips. 
off a table. Right, and I don't want you and your bare feet up on the bar no. dancing around because you have to take ugly. your shoes off. No, no, I'm drinking off of this bar. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want your foot fungus near my beer. That's right. So yeah, and then and, and, and it's the, it is somewhat the younger versus the older. It is like seasoned, but here's my problem with that is I've been drinking for a very long time. Yes, and I never behaved that way, even when I was really really young. I, I didn't I didn't ever want to. I didn't have the, the the need to like get up on a bar and, and and dance or anything. Yeah, I and maybe it's just the way that you're brought up. Maybe it's just you're you're own personality? I, I don't know. I, I think it's... Uh, I think it really is a a, a clicky thing. I think... Because I've seen groups of... Uh, like, I've seen groups of young... Like, like every group. You'll, in the, of like, like, we're talking in that, that giant group of girls. Yeah. Or guys, because we've seen with guys. Oh, too. yeah, that happens with guys, um, too. But girls are just loud. They're, they're just more vocal. They are. They're, they're they more. Are. It, it, they're it, more apt to get up and dance. They're more up it to. It sounds to, like a stereotypical thing, but it's the honest. It's the god's honest truth. I, it is more. Girls are more geared towards that kind of behavior than guys. Guys will more be the ones that'll start fights. Yes, guys are more. <laughs> guys are more. Guy, when guys get drunk, they get they. They're more. They're testosterone driven. Right. Right. Girls want it. They want to have fun, but sometimes they don't. They, they go too far. Yeah, their judgment fun. is just really, really yeah. impaired as and, to what's appropriate fun and what's not. And and the and the main thing is is you don't want to do something that if you saw somebody doing it, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's like, a very good point. If if you're if you see someone if you were sober and you saw someone doing this and you thought, man, they shouldn't be doing that. You probably shouldn't be doing you it probably yourself. Shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. You yeah. know, we had, like, I remember the, the girl who got up on, on the stage and was picking up the giant poinsettia plant that weighed 25 pounds. Right, and she's, like, waving it around her head, and I'm like, no, and you drop no. that, you're going to have a concussion. Don't do that. No, that's No, not. and then the two guys that were out on the floor, uh, the, the dance floor, everyone around them was dancing it, and they start, like, Greco-Roman wrestling. Yeah, that does They're, like, kind of, like, they're, like, in the middle of the ring with yeah. their hands around each other's heads, they're spinning around, yeah. trying to do professional wrestling moves on each other. Yeah, that's ridiculous. No! No, I, I this can't. is not the time nor the place for that. To, you need to just calm yeah. down. Take it down a couple take, notches. Take a breath. Yep. Breathe. Come on, breathe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and like you said, like I think like there's certain things, that, and it goes on both genders, that people do, like, don't... Okay, the, everybody knows how karaoke works. You put us, you, you know, you, you, you get in a, a queue, your song comes up, you sing your song, you give them another song, you do another song later on. Right. Like, like I, I, I don't like when when people are so drunk that they're coming up like five or six times changing their song. Yeah, yeah. How much yeah. longer? You just asked me that literally thirty seconds ago. Right. I think here's the most annoying thing that I do when I get drunk. I think I'm a repeater. Yeah. I will say the same story to you like five times in a night. Yeah. Because I forgot that I told you already. Yeah. Or I forgot that I said it. Yeah, that's that's what I and and that's that can be annoying, but it's more funny than anything else. I think for most mm-hmm. people, uh, it's not excessive. But then here's another one that I don't like. I don't like the close talker. Oh my god! We, we both drunk. know we both know somebody. Yeah. There's there's a couple people that that one in particular that I know you know who I'm talking about. But they get drunk and they just they're right in your face. They just get and, like three inches from your and face. The further and you and lean, the further you lean away from them, the <laughs> yeah, more they, they lean. They so keep that, leaning back. So then by the time you're done, you're both doing like that Michael Jackson like yeah, yeah you're like leaned halfway over and they're like it looks like they're about to jump on top of you yeah oh my god just t- take it you're still speaking yeah, in the I, same I volume I can hear you can so, hear you don't you. need to get that close no not at all no I'm sorry I can't I can't do that that's <laughs> that yeah so I, I mean I guess the bottom line here is it's okay to go out and get drunk but uh, I guess I don't even know how to say this be mindful when you're when you're drunk, like don't uh... don't do don't do like the biggest rule. Don't be a dick. That's it. Like don't. I don't, guess that works. Don't get in some. Let everybody have fun in their own way. Don't get in people's space. You know, you have your group. You have your fun. Let other. You know, because one thing that I don't like is when you have somebody who's aggressively trying to like. You know. Oh, absolutely. You, I, it's hard for me to explain like what I mean. You have to. You just know it when you see it. 
Like they're just right. they're being a little out of pocket, out of hand. Yeah, little, you know what I mean. Like yeah. they, they they need to just calm down a little bit. Yeah. So uh, oh, going back real quick to you said you were saying uh, the worst thing you do when you're when you're drunk is maybe repeat a story. Yeah. Well, on the flip side, the worst thing I do as a stoner is just walk away from you in the middle of telling you the story. <laughs> Oh, while you're telling, you're the one telling the story. I yeah, thought you were going to say I'll walking be, away from no, me I'll, if I repeat a story. I'll be telling, like, like Aaron gets so <laughs> mad. I'll be telling, like, her and Lauren a story. We'll be standing at the bar and I'll be telling them. And then, like, literally, I will just completely, like, zone out for a minute and then just go walk away. Like, <laughs> and, like, and Aaron's like, what, what, tell me the rest of the story. And I'll be like, what story? You were in the middle of a story. I'm like, what story? And then I don't even remember <laughs> what I was talking about. That's just how, so, yeah. All right, fair enough, or fair enough. Okay, I do want to talk about, uh, briefly, I want to touch on some, uh, the, one of the great things that alcohol is good for is, in addition to getting away from your uh, family during holidays. Yes. Uh, which is, uh, again, I think that's, that's why it was too. actually invented. I think it really was. I think, you know, holidays are really just an excuse to get drunk. And it's also, holidays are an excuse for families to get together. But I think when the families get together, that's an additional reason to get drunk. Because you just, yeah, it's just... You don't want to be around your family because it causes stress. I mean, some families... I don't mind being around my family. I love my family. Yeah. I I absolutely love it. But after a while, it can be a little bit stressful. I'm like, I just want to go and get a couple drinks. Yeah. 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 I have to say something right now because I'm I'm noticing something. We're up here in the upstairs kitchen. I would like you to... You can't see this, but I would like you to notice the lettering on the thing. How it's always... If you go from left to right, it's BDSM. 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 Oh my god! Like it's just BDSM. Like every third <laughs> row, just the letters they, they just happen to be wallpapered together where it goes where it says BDSM. That is, uh, wow, yeah. I don't, I don't think that was on purpose. Subconscious. I mean, I'm just maybe. Just, I don't know. I'm just saying. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Very weird. Yeah, go very ahead. Weird. Finish what you're, go ahead. Back to what you're. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, holidays are a great excuse to get yep. drunk. Um, everybody knows, you know, New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve, St. Patrick's Day, Cinco de Mayo. Everybody, you know, it's just it, uh, the day before Thanksgiving is the biggest drinking day of the year. Now, I generally don't have fun. Like, I can't say I don't have fun. I have fun with you, with, with our friends, with the group of friends right. we go with. But everybody's usually drinking, and I'm not. But St. Patrick's Day, our group, I always have had a good time. We've That's always had a great. really fun yeah, time. Yeah, because we go down to the parade. We make a whole day of it. We and never not, see the parade. I know. It's, and it's not even... The thing is, we it. go down for the day drinking, uh, and we, we say we're going down for the parade. But we actually we end up going to uh, usually see a band yep. play at some place. And, and then we, we, go, go, to, get we go get pizza. Then we go, yep, get, we pizza. go get pizza at the, the uh, Pepino's down yep. there. And um, then we'll we'll come back. We'll like take a short break. We'll go get some dinner together. Yep. It, but that's always a, a really fun day. Uh, so that's yeah. a, a great time. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about some drinking games. Okay. Because that's one of the good things that alcohol is good for too. Is uh, there's a lot of drinking games out there. Okay. I mean, you could you know, talk about uh, games like card games and things like that. But uh, some of the more popular ones, of course, everybody knows beer pong. Beer pong, beer pong is, is, is such a great drinking game. It's, it's, it's probably it, the ultimate drinking game. It, you 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 knew beer pong was becoming big when stores started selling cups. And yeah, cups yeah, and, cups and, and ping pong balls. And they're together. charging like twenty dollars for like ten ping pong balls and like seven <laughs> red solo cups. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's great though. I mean I think that's awesome that they started selling those yeah. things together because I mean people would uh, that's beer pong. There's beer pong tournaments. I mean there's I like professional beer pong tournaments. That's crazy. I mean it's it's a I guess it's almost a legitimate sport. I feel like I I feel like um, if it would have been around 20 years ago, I feel like you could have been the LeBron James of beer pong. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, well, and I play on a uh, with my with our friend Remy. Uh, I play uh, beer pong at Singerstock every yep. year. We have a tournament. Yeah. And uh, me and Remy have come close. Very close. We were in the finals. It's last been the year. Same people. Yeah. It's well, it's always the same people. And it's me and Remy. Nick and Nick and um um. Uh, they win both Nick, Ru- yes, Nick and uh, Sarah, Nick Rice and Sarah Jean. Sarah Jean, yeah, they win every yeah. year. But this was it was Jess, must... and Jess and Ben were actually the people that we played against. Oh yeah, and because uh, they're, they're both really good. This is the third year that me and Remy have been playing together. I think, and we uh, we came in second. We uh, we it was a double elimination round. We lost the first round, so we were immediately put into the losers bracket. Yeah, but then we won all the other matches to get up to second place. Oh wow! So uh, that was actually really fun. And if you've never played before, beer pongs are great, great game. Yeah, there's also games amazing. like you know flip cup, 
Flip uh, cup's hard. Flip cup is is, is kind of hard. Quarters. Quarters is, is tough. And of course, if you've never watched the movie, if you ever get a chance to see Beer Fest, oh yeah, that that is a really good uh, representation representation of all the different um, beer games that you can play, yes. alcohol games that you can yep. play. Uh, so it's it's really really funny. One that I hadn't heard of before, but uh, is a really good one, I think, is called uh, King's Cup. I've you ever heard, heard of that? I have not. Basically, it's a uh, it's played with a card, a deck of cards. Yep. And everyone has a drink. And you shuffle the deck of cards, you put them in the middle of the table, and then you start drawing the cards. And whatever card you draw, whatever number it is, it's got an instruction as to what to do. Okay. So, like, if you draw an ace, you take a drink. If you draw uh, a two, you can make either one person drink two times or two people drink once. Okay. Uh, if you draw a three, you have to take three shots yourself, three drinks yourself. Um, so, like, everything has its different thing. Then... Uh, one of them is like if you draw a certain card, you can, you have to make up a, a rule for the table. Oh, okay. So like you can only drink with your left hand, or you know you can't use anybody's first name. Anymore. Okay, or like you, I think I have played that. You can't say like like people will be like you can't say th- like this that and like they'll they'll people will make rules like yeah, make certain up, words and if you say one of those words, you, have, you to have to drink. drink. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then there's the 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 reason it's called King's Cup is the the king. If you draw the king, you have to take some of your drink. And pour it into a cup that's in the middle of the table, and once all, the, uh, well, the first three kings, every, everybody has to do that. But the fourth king that's drawn, that person has to drink that Ooh, middle drink. Man, <laughs> and people might, mind you, people might not be drinking the same thing. There'll be different beers, sometimes liquor, sometimes beer and liquor. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. So yeah, that can get risky, but that sounds a lot like a lot of fun. Sometimes, I think I would want to maybe try that. Sometimes a white claw at the next singer's deck. Oh, oh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. So uh, I hope that this has uh, been helpful for everybody um, who doesn't drink. I right. Hope a little bit of insight into uh, alcohol. Yep. And again, like I would, like we say to you all every week, um, we still have a lot of show left. But on our uh, Facebook page, the Boozy and Bake Saturday Night Show, if you have a favorite drinking game, you want to let us know about it. We. Uh, Tell us. We'll uh, we'll talk about it next time we're on the air. Yeah, and we'll read people's comments, yep. the good ones and the bad ones. This is this is podcasting, so we can say the f word. We can do anything we fucking want. That's right. That's right. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we will be back to talk about all things baked. Woo! And we're back. We are back. I'm so glad that we are not in front of a live audience anymore, <laughs> so I can just let that loose. I missed being able to really let that loose last week. I, I know, I know, it was very uh, subdued. I, I really did. We were at a different bar last week recording uh, Lamont Tavern, and uh, we were in front of a live audience for the first time. And I really didn't want to freak everyone out in the bar and scream that at the top of my lungs. So, yes, uh, yeah. Welcome back to the Residual Exhale Podcast, everybody. Yeah. This is Boozy and Baked coming at you from Singers Karaoke Club in beautiful downtown Solvay. And uh, we just talked about all things boozy, and uh, we're going to turn it over to Baked here to talk about all things Baked. Yes, sir. So, <sighs> all right, so I'm going to just, we're going to just, I'm just going to talk about some marijuana-related things. About, I got a list of things why marijuana is better than alcohol that me and uh, me and Boozy will go over, because I'm sure he'll disagree on quite a few of these. On some of them, maybe, but like I said, I, there, there are, it's a, such a... It, it's really weird because they are they're similar in a way that they get you uh, they get you high yes you know in a way drunk high same kind of thing but it's it's so it's in such a different way and they're completely different types of products and in in a lot of ways marijuana is actually much more beneficial for you than alcohol yes that, and yeah. I, I totally agree with that so let's first talk about why marijuana is illegal in the first place right uh, so President Frank Roosevelt, up until 1937, marijuana was 100% legal. Yeah. You could smoke it, you could grow it, you could oh, you could have it. He passed the Marijuana Tax Act, which may in order to have marijuana, you had to buy you had to have a stamp, a tax stamp, which you couldn't buy without revealing where your marijuana was, which then made it illegal cuz you can't have it. So that's how they would bust. That's how they were busting. Everybody. Wow. Okay. So part of the reason why marijuana was made illegal was because of uh, uh, medic farm. They were starting. You were starting to get uh, into the age of pharmacy uh, drugs. Right. You were starting right. to get into that kind of thing. Also, uh, 
honestly, it was because of tobacco and um, cotton farmers. Yeah. Because hemp, they were afraid hemp was going to replace. Yes. Replace them as cash crops. Yes. And it was mostly the tobacco farmers that. Right, led, I I really heard that, that there was like them. a bit, there was a big political uh, campaign against hemp because of that reason. There for was like lobbying. Like there was lobbyists for tobacco and lobbyists for like a lot of other uh, uh, yes. industries. Yes, and then and then so that's how it was. It was illegal for the longest time, and now you're starting to see states are legalizing it on their own, while it is still being illegal at the federal, federal level. Federal, yeah, yeah, uh, but. They're starting to make it legal because they're really starting to see a lot of medical benefits to it. They're starting to see the, you know, uh, for for cancer. Absolutely. Uh, which I know you have a really good, really, yeah, really ab- good story about. Definitely. Um, that I'm going to have you tell everybody in a minute. Um, but, you know, for, um, and now it's to the point where they're using the marijuana plant, but they're using the non-psychoactive part of it, the CBD part. Right. For people with joint pain, anxiety, like, like. There's so many things that they're finding it's helpful for that I think it's starting to scare like the big, yeah, big farm again. But like I said, we have a you you know about uh, uh you know you have a story about about marijuana as it right. relates to cancer. So why don't you? Yeah, and and like you were saying, it's it's the the stuff that you see all the time now in in New York State, especially you'll see like the CBD stores. Yeah. And that's, for those of you who don't know, um, which most people know by now, there's two main chemicals, the CBD and the THC. The THC is the one that gets you high. The CBD is the one that's really kind of an anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Um, That's what helps people with joint pain and uh, stress and, you know, arthritis and things like that. So that's really the the main two, uh, two things to it. Now, yeah, my story, and of course... If you know me, you know this uh, story, but if not, um, my wife passed away four years ago uh, from brain cancer, and uh, it was a glioblastoma. It's a, it's a terminal, like once you got that, it's that, I mean, that's it. The, the chances of surviving are 0.01%. Um, well, I do actually know a girl who lives in Oregon uh, who's a 14-year survivor of uh, a glioblastoma, and she's, she's still around today. But, I mean, that's what it is. It's, like, few, very few and far between. Yes. Um, so we went to, uh, when she got diagnosed with cancer, she had a brain surgery, and we went to uh, Tijuana for six weeks so that we could uh, do an immunotherapy treatment down there. And we met there a girl named Tammy Brazil who owned her own dispensary up in, in um, uh, Northern California. That does not sound like a real name. But. I know. I, it really doesn't. It sounds like a stripper name or something like that. It sounds but, like, like the name that they give you but, when it's protection. And you know what? She kind of looked like a stripper, too. She was, she was, yeah, but she was really, really nice. And she owned her own dispensary, had her own labs, her own uh, fields that she grew and everything like that. And she uh, focused on oils, uh, the, the oils yep. that she would make, uh, C, both CBD and THC CBD mm-hmm. mixtures. There was a whole, a whole bunch of different concentrations. And she would give them to cancer patients. I mean, she had her dispensary where she sold stuff, but she would donate and give a lot of her oils to cancer patients. So me and Christine, when we got done down in Tijuana, we went up to Northern California. Uh, She ended up giving us $20,000 worth of oils. I mean, that's what it boiled down to when when you actually calculated it out. And it was in a lot of different forms. We had a lot of different instructions. This is how you use it. This is what you do. She gave us some like bombs, some skin bombs yep. that she could put on and everything that were the CBD for the anti-inflammatory. And here's the thing about that. Before we got to the dispensary, she because of the brain surgery, she was having up to 20 seizures a day. Like uh, not mm-hmm. huge, huge seizures. Yeah. But some of them were bigger than others. But she would have 20 seizures uh, in a day. After she started taking the weed, like two days after she started taking the oils... That reduced to one. She mm-hmm. was having like one seizure. And it was even that, it was mild. Like she could even still, like it would just be like her, her arm shaking and she would yep. be like, yeah, I'm having a seizure right now. But she could still talk to you yeah. like all the way through it. And it just, for her final days, I mean, the last year of her life, she was comfortable. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was not painful. So there, right there is a huge benefit and I would for, like to, for marijuana. I would just like to point out to, to the stoners that listen. Marijuana has a lot of medical benefits. You can't get all of those benefits by smoking it. It's not just... No. You, you yeah. can't... Like, I smoke a lot. And I know that it medically smoking it <laughs> is the worst way to take it. You want edibles. Right, right. Like, I had some edibles last week that uh, our, our friend 
our mutual friend had had given me. And, yeah. And you know, I enjoy edibles. Uh, they don't get me the same kind of buzz that that I would get from from other things. Yeah. Well, um, and another funny thing is, I just want to mention as a tail end of that is you being such a an avid. Uh, smoker, yeah, and me never really having to. I've done, uh, I've done it like maybe five times in my life, and yeah. it's, it's always been in a different form. And I've done it five times today, but exactly. And but it, it always, for whatever reason, it always makes me sick. It always makes me I, physically sick. I do when know, I do it. I do know people that have a. It, it's not an allergy, but it's like an aversion. Like yeah, it's like, like an intolerance it, yep, of it. No, no, I absolutely. I know. Yeah, and I, know I think several. I might have that because I have. Absolutely nothing against it. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm, and I'm a huge advocate for legalizing it, especially considering what happened with Christine. But I just, I don't do it myself, and I, I just, I can't, I can't do that. But another benefit of going up to that uh, dispensary in Northern California, I can roll a joint now. Yep. They, they taught me how to do everything. So because they gave me, they gave us stuff for Christine to mm-hmm. smoke as well. So the, they like, taught me how to do all that stuff, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I can, I can do that. Yeah, but I, I, mean, I don't smoke it. Yeah, but I, it's 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 amazing. Like, um, I I will I, I generally smoke it. I will do edibles. Uh, I don't mess with the oil too much. Um, right. But I I just it, it it's amazing the 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 different benefits that it that it has. Uh, there's not a lot of marijuana related games as far as no, no that's as, true as that yeah. um i did have i did have uh which i took as a compliment i i did have a stoners friend. don't really want to be active and play games they true. were they, yeah, games true. that are associated with uh marijuana is video games video games. right so <laughs> exactly. yeah so you got your, your your alcohol friends are over play you know they're they're playing beer pong and i'm and playing cards i'm playing stuff. call of duty we're playing asshole over there and i'm yeah. playing call of duty um i I find, like, now my personal story is um, I lost my dad. Uh, we lost my dad in, in 2013 to cancer. Um, right. And he refused uh, treatments. He didn't want treatments. He, he didn't want the chemotherapy. He, he didn't want the chemo and everything because right. he right. didn't want to be weak. He didn't want to That's why all. we. That's why we went to the yep. immunotherapy so thing. So yep. he, he went through that, and uh, towards the end for the same, he was getting the CBD for the same yeah. for the same thing. And it was helping him. It was giving him. He was getting, uh, he was getting an appetite. Because uh, I'd give him a little of the regular stuff, and he'd get an appetite, he'd eat, yeah. and all that. But I use it, a lot of what I use it for is um, I I have anxiety. Yeah, um, yeah. I have a lot of anxiety. Like, I have a hard time when we go out as a group. I have a hard time. I mean, you've been there how many times where I don't do well with groups of people. Right, right. Like, with our group, is fine. But like when I get around a group of strangers, that's where I start to right. When you're when you're in uh, like uh, like singer stock type situation yeah. where it's all the regulars yeah. from all your friends, no problem. Yeah, but when it's like 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 when it's a night like at singers where I'm not working yeah. and there's like a lot of people there and yeah. I don't know them, and like then that I, bachelorette party comes in, yeah, or like there's no. like 20 people that you don't know. No, and like all it, of a sudden, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I have that. I have ADD. So that kind of yeah. So I don't take any medicine. Except for when you like, like I, and you can right. definitely see, like uh, Aaron will notice, like if I if I don't for a couple of days, like I start to get all all twitchy. Yeah, like, yeah. Like and I, I start talking really fast, and like I don't finish sentences, and she's like, "You don't have any weed, do you?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So I wanted to talk about I I had found this thing that I firmly and- agree with. That does happen with alcohol too, by the way. They're, they just call that the detoxing. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that's fair enough. Fair enough. So I found this. Uh, I found this article. It was eighteen reasons marijuana is better than alcohol, and this was an unbiased list. The fact that it was published in High Times is not any. <laughs> Yeah, they are an unbiased well, news agency. I'm I'm called bullshit on that, right. but we can still go ahead with this. All one. right, so I won't read them all, but I'm gonna read <laughs> I'm gonna read some of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so number one, actually, you know what? I'm gonna start at the end of the list because number one is my favorite one. Okay. So number number eighteen, it helps ease menstrual cramps. You have um, a lot of personal experience with this. I don't, but getting wine <laughs> getting wine drunk only makes you feel more miserable. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, I guess another uh, another I, another I advantage. I don't have a lot of experience with that either. Another another advantage. No one in the history of ever 
has ever overdosed on marijuana. That's that I'll, I'll give you absolutely. You could you could. It's a lot easier to die from alcohol poisoning than it is to die. Now I'm not saying that this doesn't apply to every person that drinks. This is just differences. Yeah, yeah. So well, I, and you, the most you're more prone with um, with uh, marijuana to probably because this happened to somebody that I know not too long ago. Uh, they are not used to smoking or or yep. basically not used to the intake at yep. all. And they went way too hard with it, way too fast. And they had a complete freak out panic attack. Yes. And they somebody ended up calling an ambulance for him. There was absolutely nothing wrong with them, mm. but they had they were such a uh, such a panic attack that they were like they lost their mind. That's crazy. For, for a little while, but they were fine. Yeah. Um most of the decisions that I make high are just slow decisions. I make a decision, it just takes a little while. Okay. Um, drunk decisions I've made are just bad decisions. Yeah, drunk decisions are more like snap decisions. Like You, you make them right away. I also make a joke that, because uh, I make a joke that I'm high all the time, and people always ask me, are you afraid you'll, you're going to hit something with your car? And I always say to them, if I hit somebody with my car, I'm only going to be doing four miles an hour in the first place. So it's really <laughs> right. going to be more of an annoyance to them yeah. than it will anything else. Like, they're not really going to, you know. Very true. Very true. One thing that I, I, it says, one of them is you'll have more fun. Marijuana lowers your inhibitions to the wind without making you do foolish things. So, but I will say I know some stoners that have done some really, really, really dumb things. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure so, that I agree completely but with that I guess one, that you'll have more if fun. You're, if you're comparing, if we can only use what we where we see people. Right. If I, you won't generally see a group of stoners act like a group of. Drunk like people. like yeah, the, yeah. the the picking chairs off the day. Right, you don't right. generally see a group of stoners do that. No, no, you're you're right, you're right. Um, again, I can only take out of my personal yeah. experience. Um, but again, and this is this is the reason. Why, it's so weird that you and I are such good friends. Yeah. Because I don't smoke, and you don't really drink. At least not to get That's drunk. True. You drink. For the flavor of what you're drinking, sure, you, yeah. you'll have like one beer. That does yeah. not get you drunk. I, I don't know that I've ever, ever seen I, you drunk. I don't really get drunk because I don't like the feeling when I get drunk. I don't right. like being drunk. And see, that's the thing. I, and again, not only because it doesn't really agree with me, but I don't like or didn't like the feeling when I was high. Yeah. It was more for for me, it was more of a paranoia thing. Yeah, no, I got And, and that's when, why I, Aaron when I get smoke. drunk, I'm completely fine. I like, I. I I'm laughing. I'm having a good time. I'm not a. I'm not an angry drunk at all, unless I drink gin, which yep. is why I don't drink gin. Um, but different alcohols have a different effect on you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I li- I like to drink the beer, and it gets me nice and like it again. It lowers my inhibitions. Yep. I get a little bit more talkative. I get a you know I'm, I'm able to laugh with people a little bit more. I have so much more fun. Yep. So the top five. I'm going to skip to the top five. Yeah. These ones are pretty solid. These ones I will, I will, now number five, you won't decide on a tattoo that you'll regret. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's definitely more of an alcohol thing. I, I, I would agree on that. Um, and thankfully, I've never done that. I, I'm ink free right now. Yes. I know I have several, but I, I know why I got, like I have, <laughs> I don't have any, I don't have any that I'm like, man, I wish I hadn't gotten that. Yeah. They were conscious choices. Yeah. Yep. Um, another one of the top five is, and one that Aaron and I are the perfect examples of, because we will go out with you guys, I will smoke the entire time, she'll drink the entire time. There's no such thing as a weed hangover. The next day, (laughs) you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Whereas it takes Aaron the entire day to, you know what I mean? (laughs) To recover, yeah, to recover. Like, there's a meme where it's, um... That, that somebody had posted. Or, or, I saw this, yeah. And it was a guy. It was it was it showed one per. It said, um, "the next we uh, next day weed, weed versus, versus alcohol." Yep. And it showed a guy throw it up in a toilet, and then in the back is a is a bathtub, and then all of a sudden you see Snoop Dogg sit up in the bathtub, yeah, and he's dancing. <laughs> he starts dancing, and that's literally what it is. Like I, as long as it's decent. Now I will say, yep. as long as it's decent weed. I have had like crap weed where the next day I have had a slight headache, but that's oh, just okay. because it's 
that's because it's really crappy weed. Okay, okay. Just really low quality? Yeah, it's just bad quality. Yeah, see, and I'll say, as I've been lucky, as even as I've gotten older, uh, it does take me a little bit longer to recover if I go real hard the night before. Oh, yeah. But I don't have hangovers. I don't Like I said, I don't throw up. I don't have headaches. Mm-hmm. I'm just really dehydrated. Yeah. So I'm just drinking water like crazy. Like, oh, yeah. I will stand at the sink and drink like four cups of water in a row. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, another one that they say is um, your stomach will feel happier because everything when you're high tastes better. Everything. I don't care what you're eating. And I've seen people that, you know, like I've never, I've never been high eaten and gotten and, and gotten sick. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I've seen people that are that have gotten so drunk and then they eat and then like right. to try to soak up the alcohol. Right. Which is a myth. It doesn't work. That doesn't work. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Do what? Um, eating to soak up the alcohol? Yeah, no, that it doesn't. doesn't. That no, doesn't the alcohol is already, already in your there. blood. It's already in your blood yeah. system. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to soak anything so, up. And the no. number one it, reason it was, before oh, you just before yes. you do that. I just want it, that kind of reminded me of like everything tastes better when you're uh, yeah. when you're high. Yeah. Uh, the movie Grandma's Boy. That's true. Um, yeah. And this is an example of everything tastes better when you're high. Plus, people who smoke weed do do stupid things. Oh yeah. Uh, the scene where he like takes <laughs> all the leftovers and puts like everything <laughs> on, a pl- on a on a on a sheet. And puts it in the oven. He's got like spaghetti on there and chicken cutlets and everything. And then he opens it up and he grabs it with his bare hands. And he's like, son of a buddy. Oh my God. That's, 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 yeah. That's that's one of the, uh, Grandma's Boy is one of the perfect stoner movies. Yes. One of them. I mean, there's there's a lot. There's there's a couple. Yeah. There's there's a couple. Dazed and Confused. uh, Half-Baked. Half-Baked, yep. Uh, and, but and and then uh, as we've mentioned before, um, beer fest. Beer fest. One, one of the one yeah. of the greatest uh, drinking Absolute, movies yeah. ever. Yeah. Okay. So number one. Number one. You will not. There will be no irrational fears of texting your ex. Nobody has ever used the term high texting. Okay. So all right, I'll give that. I'll give that one to you. Nobody, nobody has ever. Nobody in the history of Hydem has ever <laughs> got high. Like you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna text my. Ex. I'm gonna text my. I want to make a horrible a, mistake. I think it's a really evening. good idea if I should text my ex right now and yeah, tell her. No, that never happens. Tell her how much better off I am. Or so whatever. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, uh, <laughs> a, a look into uh, uh, marijuana. Um, I hope you found it informational, and I hope. Uh, I hope you guys will light one up for me. Yeah, absolutely. And again, Boozy and Bake Saturday Night Show on Facebook. Look it up. Uh, give us a comment. Tell us what your uh, what your favorite high moment was. Yeah. Like a, how high how high must I have been? I think, yep. I'm sure you've heard of those ones. Yeah. I was so high one time. Yeah. Or t- drop a line and tell us what your favorite uh, what your favorite movie to watch when you're drunk or stoned. Oh, that's a good one too. One you of know, my favorite us, movies to watch know. is uh, Shaun of the Dead. Uh, when is, I get drunk, I, I go mine, to that. Mine uh, is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay, I there can you watch go. that movie a hundred times. <laughs> so uh, we are going to be back in just a couple minutes, and we are going to have my five baked potatoes. So don't go anywhere. See you soon. You're listening to Residual Exhale with your host, Boozy and Baked. This is Les Nessman. Welcome to WKRP, Cincinnati's own radio station. I love that show. Sorry. All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, welcome back. Boozy Baker's Residual Exhale Podcast going into segment number three as I hold up three fingers like you can see them. <laughs> this is the segment where Baked has uh, five stories that I've never heard before. And uh, we get our honest reaction, my honest reaction to these stories, and uh, they're usually uh, from all around the country, all around the world, might not have anything to do with being boozy or baked, even though we talked about boozy and baked yeah. uh, stuff this, this yeah, time. I, I, a lot of times, I honestly, I forget what our theme is that week, and I just look for funny things. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're from all over. All right. Yeah. Okay. I, I remember you mentioning to me the other day that one of these is one of your favorites that you've, you've ever done. I yeah. am going to start out... With my favorite one. Okay. This is the funniest damn thing I have ever read. Okay. <laughs> so, those of you who are longtime listeners, you remember we uh, we talked about urban legends uh, a couple couple months ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, 
and we had the Herbert the the one about uh, the Reddit about giraffes not being real. Yes, yes. The the, so, the the threat is giraffes don't exist. So, if you do believe in giraffes, <laughs> when you when you when you think of giraffes roaming the wild, okay, okay, what do you picture? Where where do you picture them roaming the wild? Like Africa, Africa, yeah, like, like the the plains the in pl- Africa, yeah. Okay. What about Thailand? No. Well. <laughs> Not at all. Well, a company that operates zoos in Thailand says one of the two giraffes that escaped the zoo is still on the loose. <laughs> they don't know where it is. How can you not find a giraffe? I can't imagine there's a lot of giraffes running around Thailand. <laughs> he should be fairly easy to spot. You'd think they'd stick out like a sore thumb, yeah. So the company Safari World. Now, I just want everyone to know it's not going to be intentional, but I'm going to butcher a bunch of names. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. They escaped from the back of a truck that was part of a slow-moving convoy <laughs> taking zoo animals to an animal facility in the Burry province. How slow is your truck going where two giraffes can just jump out the back? Was the was the was the back of the truck not closed? Maybe there was a traffic jam and they were at a standstill for a little while. I just so they were so <laughs> I can't even calls came in from other drivers who spotted the giraffes along the highway <laughs> after they had escaped. <laughs> So not only did the giraffes get out of the truck, you didn't know they yeah, got the, out of the, the truck. The driver of the truck didn't know. It was come, calls coming in from other drivers. Imagine that. Fo- you get to the zoo and they're like, <laughs> where's the giraffes? Oh, shit. I could have sworn they were in here. I know that I put them in this truck when we so left. They they were they were able to very quickly tranquilize and recapture one giraffe. One of them, okay. The other giraffe escaped pursuit. <laughs> they were chasing him and he lost them. He ran off and they lost a giraffe. How like you're chasing him? How does he like it's not like he could just like make a sharp left and hide behind the corner. Right, and it's not like they're they're uh small animals either. They're big. Like, they're big animals. Everything in Thailand is like six is like four foot tall. Yeah. Giraffes are like thirty. <laughs> Like, what is he wearing? A disguise? How do you... Is he dressed like a palm tree? He's just standing there. <laughs> That's one smart giraffe. Is that is that that giraffe? Meow. <laughs> nope, it's oh, cat. Sorry, it's cat. It's cat. Sorry. Never My mind. My mistake. So... <laughs> Pin Kukachawa, which I can I only imagine is not this gentleman's That's probably name. not how you say his name. He is the executive chairman. He said the giraffe escape is the first incident of this type in the company's 30-year history. He <laughs> said the search for the missing giraffe will continue until she is brought home. Well, of course it... What are you going to just call it out? Oh, uh, it's been like, a no, week. No, sorry. This isn't a dog. Uh, it's it's in the wild now. It isn't it's like just, a, It's not like you lost your cat and after like two, like two no, weeks... No, there's nothing just, we can do. He's never going to... She's never going to be found. I mean... I, call, I, off, call off the search. So you... <laughs> like this thing's just wandering around right now, Thailand. So like you're you're in your third story apartment and or second story apartment, <laughs> and you open your blinds one day and there's a fucking there's a giraffe, giraffe just head looking just at standing you. there looking at you eating your potted plants. Well, I will say this: at least it's not an animal that it's it's not a carnivore. It's not going to be like killing. No, but other, they're not exact. That, they're but. not exactly wily and. Like, no, no. It's not like they're trying to catch a cheetah who's darting back and forth. They're not right, known, right. They're not known for their lateral movement. Yeah, I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. And, and they're little, not known for being elusive. Uh, side note yeah. on giraffes. Do you know if a giraffe drank a hot cup of coffee, it would be cold before it got to his stomach? Yes, I did know that. Uh, another side note. I was actually just on giraffes don't exist on Reddit the other day, and there was a there was a. Uh, a TV clip from like a news story. Yep. And the comment said, "My grandmother swore she saw a giraffe run through the background of this story." And then you're watching it, and it's there's it's an interview in a city, and the, this, the news people are talking to this guy, and there's like traffic in the background and everything. And you know those uh, 
back hose yeah. with, with the arm that comes up. Yep. Well, if the arm was up and the, 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 oh the scoop part was like, like the last ass monster. Yes, it was like, like and it, it just drove by slow in the background. And it, it made me laugh so hard because I can just picture someone's grandma going, was that a giraffe? They, <laughs> it, it should now be mandatory that every backhoe is painted like a giraffe. Or the Loch Ness Monster. That would be fantastic. You just, you're looking and you just see him going by. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, apparently giraffes are wily and very elusive. Apparently, they're I, more elusive than we thought. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't realize they were, I didn't realize that they were like that. So, so well, that's why I said that's the fa- my favorite story that I found. That's, that's great. That is one of the greatest things ever. The fact that this thing not only got out of a truck that was moving... It managed to evade capture. <laughs> like, it's not like it got away and then they went looking for it. They were chasing it and it lost them. <laughs> I will say that is a really good story. I, I don't know if it's my favorite that you've shared. I, I think my favorite so far is still the meth squirrel. <laughs> the meth squirrel was a good so, one. So, here comes. Here's one that ties into. Uh, this one is called uh, Move Your Wiener. Okay. <laughs> So, do you remember a uh, couple couple weeks back? Um, I hardly think that's any of your business. One of one of my stories, they uh, Oscar Mayer was hiring drivers. Yes, for the, the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. So we're going to call this a semi a semi. Ah! <laughs> this is like a semi follow up to the uh, to the to the. There's going to be a lot of giggling through this entire story, everybody. So, oh my goodness. So, you've gotten pulled over by the police. I have. I have. Have you ever had a police officer get mad at you for not moving your wiener? No. Okay. Well, Uh, my wiener has always been in its uh, its correct place. Yeah, where it's exactly where it's supposed to be. Yeah. So, Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile got off with just a traffic ticket. He got off. (laughs) Okay. I did that on purpose. Yeah. He with a traffic ticket in Wisconsin. <laughs> the the Waukesha County Sheriff said the hot dog shaped vehicle was pulled over after the driver failed to follow the move over law. Oh, okay. Yeah, where where if there's where, a when yeah, a motorist sees a sees a vehicle on the, the side of the road with its emergency lights flashing, the other lane. you're required to move over or you're required to slow down if you can't get over. Like if there's no shoulder, right, you're right. supposed to slow down. Yeah, get as far over as you can. Apparently, he did not do that. Okay. Uh, so the Wienermobile driver, uh, they are known as hot doggers because they won't give out their names. <laughs> Apparently it's a secretive, it's like like Knights Templar or some shit. I mean, would you really want someone to know that that was your job? So it's a 27 foot long Wienermobile. <laughs> that, that's how big they are. That's a big wiener. That's a big, yeah. that's a pretty big wiener. That's a John Holmes right there, buddy. That's right. Okay, so they're, they get extensive behind the wheel training before taking it on the road, which I would hope so. <laughs> You can't just throw somebody the keys and be like, "Here, drive, no, it, drive yeah, that giant it, hot dog to Buffalo." I would, I would hope that they're at least commercially trained. Yeah. So, since the inception of the hot dogger program, safety has always been the first thing that they promote. From from says um, spokesman Lynn Gallia. Okay. Uh, she's a spokesman for the Kraft Heinz company, who owns Oscar, Oscar Meyer. Meyer. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So. Uh, we, they enforce the importance of obeying all traffic laws, including the move-over law, and will continue to do so. <laughs> so I guess, so the moral of the story is, when you have your wiener, when you're, when you're, when you're with your wiener, be, be wary of your surroundings. Exactly. Yeah. Keep control of your wiener. Yeah. Always, always have your wiener. Uh, so, uh, could you imagine that? <laughs> could you? Could, could you Hot doggers, huh? Could, like, uh, you got to call your insurance company. Be like, hey, you got to talk to the DA? <laughs> okay, so let's well, talk here. So it looks like you were driving a 27-foot hot dog. I was driving my wiener down the road the other day. The police officer. I just uh, I lost control of my wiener. And <laughs> All right. So this next one is I'm going to I'm going to move on before we become NSFW. Right. We're uh <laughs> <laughs> We're already Wait, acting like thirteen-year-old boys. But I'm going right to tell now. you, this next one doesn't get any better. Okay. Because this one's called "Who Wants a Mustache Ride." <laughs> All right. So you have nephews. I do. Um, do you have any? Uh, you don't have any young ones, right? Uh, not anymore. No. The, uh, okay. Uh, they're all grown. Yeah. Okay. So, so picture when they were younger. You know, say like you know like 
12, 13. Like sure, that age. sure. Okay. Um, you ever joke around one of your nephews? Like, you'd be like, I will punch you in the face. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course. I want yeah, to make sure that wasn't just me. No, I, no, I, you say that stuff to him all the okay. time. Yeah. Well, okay. New Zealand teacher has been charged with assault for punching a 13-year-old <laughs> student in the face. <laughs> After no! The, after the 13-year-old student said he had a mustache like a pedophile. Oh, no! <laughs> he, punched, he punched him in the face. Oh. So, the unnamed male teacher, um, they have, like, uh, college social teams. Like, inter, intramural. Okay, sport. yeah, yeah. They have a touch football team. At this yep. guy at the college. Okay. okay. Um, the student, the 13 year old, was watching from the sidelines. The teacher, they only called him Teacher K. He came off the field, and Student B accused him of having a pedophile mustache. <laughs> teacher K then approached the student and asked him, Do you want to get a smack in the face? To which the student replied, yes, right here, and pointed to his cheek. Oh, okay, so he was At literally which, he was literally asking for it. Well, he said, do you want a smack in the face? Okay. So he said, yeah, right here, and pointed to his cheek. It was at this point, Teacher K punched the student with a closed fist. <laughs> <laughs> Who, the teacher then reportedly walked away after punching the team before coming back over and saying, you're not laughing now, are you? <laughs> Uh, he has since been charged with assault. Yeah. And referred Understandably. to the, referred to the uh, Teaching Council Disciplinary Tribunal, which I guess would be like the teacher's union or like how they do that. <laughs> the boy was mostly unharmed. Mostly unharmed. Um, in his defense, the teacher said he was frustrated that the student had continued to tease him about his mustache. He allegedly has been making similar comments to him for the past several days. Noted that it was... up And... I'm going to say, while... Okay, I'm just going to read it. Yeah, yeah. He he said that it was upsetting as a male teacher to be called a pedophile. I can understand that I can understand that, too. I can understand that, too. You don't want somebody to call you that. Right. Especially if you're not. That does not excuse the actions in any way. Although... Like oh. you said, I can understand his frustration with it, especially with kids these being disrespectful the way they are. All jokes aside, yep. I'd have punched him in the face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't have a pedophile well, mustache. Well, here's my question. But. Here's my question. Is is a pedophile mustache the same as a porn stash? Um, very similar. Or is it, is and, it, no. Um, you know how the porn stash has the handlebars on the side? Yeah. The pedophile or, mustache stops. Like, okay. Right. I, I think the other difference is a porn stash is really full yeah. mustache, and a pedophile yeah. is always a really thin. Yeah. Like, it's like a pencil thin yeah. type, type thing. So, I think that's what the difference is. The tribunal was unsympathetic to his defense. Yeah. That a teacher needs to be above such emotive, such emotions and knee-jerk reaction, reactions. Well, that's true. They were quoted as saying, Punching a child's head is a very serious matter. <laughs> we recognize that he was offended by his jibes about his mustache, but just as a student cannot retaliate towards another student in this manner, a teacher cannot punch a child in the head. Yeah, yeah. Punching a child's head is a very serious matter. I just like the way they worded that. Punching that's a child's amazing. head. That's amazing. That's great. Be looking for that post. That's going to be, you know how they make the... Punching you know, a child's head. You know how people will make quotes? Yeah. And yeah. Like, it'll, you'll see a quote, and it'll be like, Abraham Lincoln said it, but yeah, it's, he, not, it's not. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put that on there, and I'm going to attribute <laughs> it to, like, Gandhi. <laughs> Punching a child's head is a very serious offense. So I just Mahatma I, Gandhi. Yes. <laughs> yes. Jesus. So I I just I listen, if you're a child, if you're you you, you don't Mother Teresa. Listen, don't <laughs> sorry. Do not call somebody a pedophile, especially in the age we live in. Don't do that because that puts a stigma on somebody that is very hard. It's, I, I will it's definitely hard, agree with that. It's hard to it's hard to prove something that's not happened. Yeah. It's a lot, like, if you have, it's, it's easier to prove something that is going on with, like, you know, like, in any right, case. Right, right. But in but this with, case, he's, yeah. When somebody is accusing you of something, it's hard to not, 
You know what I mean? You right. can't prove once a negative. The, once the rumor starts going on exactly. that, that's the thing. Once the rumor starts going on that, if if that was just that might be just an innocent thing that a kid was saying to tease someone else. That's what I mean. And if and it's a and here's another thing. It's it's different if it was another adult saying that to him. Yeah. It was probably a completely different thing. Yeah. It's still not right to Especially retaliate with, a child with, saying, with because physical then violence. You have a child calling you a pedophile. I get it. Right, I get right. It, so. But that, that is really serious because if that rumor takes off, that could ruin that person's entire career yeah. because of just some stupid comment a 13-year-old made. Yeah. So let's go to Tennessee. Okay. This one has actually been in the news lately. So this is a very current, current event. Okay. So I titled this one, It Could Have Been Me. Because it absolutely could have been me. Okay. So this guy's going to be taking a hit for this one. Let's just say that. Tennessee man appears before a judge this week to discuss weed possession charges that he had. Filled the courtroom by lighting a joint during the hearing. The county sheriff says one of the craziest things he's ever seen. 20-year-old Spencer Boston approached the bench Monday Monday morning to talk because he, he was there for a for, court case. Yeah, yeah. When he casually reached into his pocket, pulled out a joint, and lit it while talking about how marijuana should be legal in the state. To the judge. He, in he the courtroom. He approached the bench. Sta- that- no, he's standing where, like, you know, like... When, okay, when, behind when, the table. Yeah. With the, where, yeah, okay. And he pulls out a joint, and he lights it, and he starts smoking it. He was immediately tackled and let out of the courtroom through a haze of smoke and booked into jail. Uh, he was charged with contempt of court, disorderly conduct, and simple possession. So, well, I don't know. I feel like tackling was a little excessive. Hey, man. It's Tennessee. You got you can't lug it in. Yeah, but tasing. still, tackling? Like, I wondered, like, how... He wasn't being violent. How far into that did you let him get before, like... Because, like, you know, like they, they scan you for weapons and stuff on your way in. Right. But, like, so, like, the, you're the guy. To, first off, joints yeah. don't just light. It's not like a cigarette where you could just light it and take. Like, you have to hold. Like, it takes a second to light a joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he pulled it out, lit it, got a good couple of hits off it. Then, so, like, I feel like the, the cop, the, the, the bailiff that tackled him. Yeah. Was probably, like, I'm going to take this dude to jail. I might as well let him hit this. Because, yeah, good buddy, good. Okay, I don't really want to arrest you for this, but I have to. It's my job. All right, now we'll get him. And yeah. then they ran and they got. But even then, I understand the contempt and disorderly conduct. I guess you I mean, you can do the charges, but I don't know. I still feel like the tackling is is a little so, excessive. Yeah. So I got one yeah. more, one All more, right. one more for you. And this one I titled "This Is Becoming a Trend." Okay. Okay, so you remember a few episodes. See, I have a lot of stuff that I'm able to reference other episodes on. Yeah, yeah. So now that we've been doing this for so long. Yeah. So you remember remember there was that the the town the the school uh administrator who they caught pooping over and over again in the park. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. So a Massachusetts woman was just just recently arrested for turning a store parking lot into her own personal potty. What? Pooping there eight times in a month. So. Why? They named her the parking lot pooper, which, let me just say, that was original. <laughs> well, hey, at least it's, you um, know, alliterative. Um, uh, Andrea Grosher. Grosher? Grosher. Okay. Of Ashland. She was caught pooping near the outdoor store, the Natick outdoor store on Wednesday morning. They've been investigating it for a month. At first, people thought that workers thought it was an animal, but then they noticed toilet paper and other white toilet paper items that animals would not have access to. <laughs> well, no, I, other than the bears and the Charmin commercials, that's true. Uh, animals don't usually so use. It, it toilet first paper. happened in early December of 2019 after staking out the site. Now, come here, you be that cop. Hey, hey, officer, we need you to go over to Natick Outdoor Supply <laughs> and watch to see if somebody poops. Yeah, just keep a watch on the people. You, you see them squatting down, so go over and check out what they're doing. The, the police officer uh, spotted her, letting her bowels loose out the car door of her 2018 Lincoln SUV. Out of the car door? Like, so she had the door open and she was just, like, squatting out, like, squatting out the door. Um, when confronted, she told the officer she had irritable bowel syndrome. It was on her way to her job as a nanny. Nanny! This bitch watches children! <laughs> oh my god! This bitch watches children! But 
She was she was seen waiting ten minutes in the parking lot for a train and traffic to clear before doing the deed. And the cop pointed out that there was plenty of public restrooms nearby. Right. The off the officer also called her employer, who confirmed that she could have just pooped at their house. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Hi, uh, it's Officer Johnson. We got Andrea down here. Could she have pooped at your house? Yeah. It should, do you allow her to use the bathroom, the restrooms there? Um, they were happy. Uh, the employees were happy she was arrested. Uh, but, I mean, if she's at a store, the store has probably got a bathroom for customers, right? Her, her, I would think. Yeah, yeah. So, no, well, she was doing it before the store opened. Oh, okay. So, uh, there's nothing, they said there's nothing more disgusting than coming into the parking lot in the morning and seeing a pile of human poop. Yeah, no, that's uh, gross. At her, at her arraignment, her lawyer called her a pillar of the community who works full-time. She was charged with wanton destruction of property and released without bail. She is due back in court March 2nd. So I will follow up on that. Oh, we got another follow-up. Oh, so, yeah, we, I want to know about that. So uh, I, I didn't what read, happens out of the five big potatoes, three of them, um, I was able to reference other episodes of. Yeah, absolutely. Episodes. Don't know. So if you're wondering what those stories were about, go back and listen to some of our older episodes. Yeah, they're all available on uh, Spotify, Anchor, mm-hmm. um, uh, Google Podcasts, Breaker. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a couple other ones there that yep. I think I'm missing. But, um, yeah, uh, please give us a listen. Uh, go back and listen to some of our previous episodes. And, again... Boozy and Bake Saturday Night Show on Facebook. Uh, drop us a line. Uh, leave us a message, uh, suggestions of what you want us to talk about. Yeah. Um, your uh, favorite drinking game. Your uh, I was so high experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, please give us a, a listen and, and make your comments. Absolutely. So uh, until next week and six days or seven, however many days it is between episodes. I'll yeah. See, that's the high part. That is the high part. Yeah, the high part. Uh, and uh, so, now we're doing the bi part. Now we're doing the bi part. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. And uh, remember, if it's boozy, drink it. And from all of us at the Boozy and Bake Show, have a good night. Peace. <laughs>